Welcome to the Investor Coaching Show, a podcast to help you get an insider's view of the financial world and escape common investment traps. We look at the financial news of the day and help you make sense of it so you can relax about money. And here's your host, Paul Winkler. And welcome back, Evan Barnard and Dan Hill. And so uh, since we have such a beautiful day, let's talk about how to have a beautiful retirement. Another article from the Wall Street Journal, how to retire better from retirees who learned the hard way. Now, this is not going to be a, oh gosh, I put it all in MCI or Enron and I lost 100% of my money. This is not a deal killer uh, downer story, but it is something that I think is important because retirement and enjoying retirement isn't strictly about the finances. Without question, they are a huge part of the of the program. They give you a lot of freedom, uh, a lot of security, things like that. Uh, but they aren't the entire story. So what are we talking about here? Well, in the article, it says thousands of retire thousands of Americans, excuse me, retire every day short on cash, friendships, and plans. Many retirees say they realized too late how they could have prepared for a more financially secure and rewarding post-work life. They would have focused on saving more money for sure, or they would have put more time into building relationships, taking better care of their health, or cultivating new pursuits. You know, the last time I looked, we've got 168 hours in a week. And if you've been working for 30, 40, 50, sometimes 60 years, you've been putting money back for when I have total freedom over my time. I can do whatever I want. But you've been thinking about work for that 30, 40, 50, or 60 years. You haven't been thinking about how am I going to fill the time when I turn in my key or now, you know, turn in my gate card or my thumbprint, you know, just, I close my eyes when I walk by the building just so the door doesn't open. Right. You know? And so one of the reasons that retirement is so hard to prepare for is that we just don't have models of post-work life to emulate. Right. You know, we don't, we don't have retirement school. You know, you, uh, my wife was a hairstylist, okay? And so she had to go to, uh, you know, cosmetology school. I forget how many months of training. And then she had to have 1,500 hours of on-the-job training and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, you know, to be a wife or a mom, <laughs> all you have to do is say, okay, <laughs> I'll be a wife or a mom. <laughs> but, you know, for most professions, it's all this training. Uh, I know your wife's a hygienist, you know, so she, what's that? Medical, how many two, years? Two or, years. Okay. You know, so two years. Is of we concentration can, in dental yeah. hygiene, not just. Yeah. Two years undergrad, two years of dental hygiene concentration. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, four years of prep for that work, but we don't really have this retirement boot camp that people can go to and say, okay, you know, I'm going to study up and uh, it's going to take me two years to prepare, prepare for retirement. Because you're working <laughs> up until the point you retire. And so how can we start bridging that gap so that people are actually enjoying what they've been saving this money for? So the first thing that point, you know, investing for retirement does mean more than money. You know, this guy uh, is 78. He retired early, but he found there's only so much golf to play 
and only so many lunches to go to. Uh, frankly, this whole article is one of the reasons I don't ever plan to retire. You know, I'll slow down. I'll right. see the grandkids a little bit more often. Uh, you know, I'll help Cindy build another chicken coop or whatever <laughs> for a long weekend. But, you know, I, I would go nuts if I was just sitting around. But I'm in a profession where I could do that. I'm not up on a roof putting shingles in 106-degree weather. You get tired of doing that. Your body gives out. I'm not throwing bales of hay <laughs> onto the top of one of these big trailers that you see going down the road, you know, at 30 miles an hour, and you just wonder how that stuff doesn't fall off. Mm. So you do want to plan on what am I going to do with all of that spare time? You know, what hobbies... What hobbies am I putting off now? And go sign up for a course. Do, you know, do a night course on gardening or raising chickens or, uh, you know, making jewelry. A friend of ours came by, spent, uh, spent a couple of days on the way up to Ohio. He started making jewelry in retirement, you know, because he was, he was kind of <laughs> going nuts yeah. too. But you want to retire to something. You don't want to retire from something. Um, I think this part, before we go on any further, is it's one of the reasons I really like the American Dream Experience and uh, that two-day event that we do for clients because the first, the first part of day one, we spend a lot of talk about purpose and what is your vision and what's your purpose for this money in the first place. Uh, share even some feedback from people that you've talked to either afterwards or just Going through well, that of yeah, kind of the, so, the light bulbs that come on. Yeah. Well, well, I'm trying to think as you're discussing it. So most people, like you said, don't haven't thought about that. Right. So they don't have a purpose, and you know we call it purpose or what big impact do you want to make? What what footprint yeah. do you want to leave? And most people haven't thought about it. I would say one out of ten maybe have even thought about that future, like you're talking about. It's just uh, or even done any planning to prepare for it. So right. I really I really don't have any uh, stories on that because it's a minority, a very small minority of people that yeah. have said what they want to do. I'm like you. People ask me now as I'm hitting later stages of middle age, am I retiring? I went, never, never. Right. You know, right. uh, like you said, uh, you know, I need a knee replacement. My back's killing me. But our job is not that strenuous that we can't do it. I mean, we work with a guy we see every year, 90-some mm -hmm. years old at, when we go to our conferences. Uh, right. And I hope I'm that same person in 30 years. Yeah. So but I, I don't really have one I can share about people that uh, I'm trying to think on the fly about people that have that thought. What is my footprint? What's my big impact going to be? Well, that's yeah. going into it. And uh, I've enjoyed the conversations of people that have attended the event. And all of a sudden, you know, they're like, oh, now I know what I want to do. And it, it could be charitable. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a financial thing of, you know, oh, I want to build this, you know, an orphanage or something. It may be, wow, I really want to volunteer in this area. Am I going to have the resources to be able to support that? But that's my purpose. That's why I even want to, you know, why do I want to grow this portfolio? Why do I want it to last? Right. And uh, so that's, you, you kind of see this light bulb come on. But that's an important thing. Go ahead. No, I was just saying because I know mine. Yeah. You know, is you mentioned veterans earlier, so I, I want to do more for veterans because yeah. I, I mean, just I mean, just because what they do. I mean, right. Um, you know, um, we had a client in the other day who unfortunately lost her son and shared with me 
a statistic that I'd kind of heard, but that 22 veterans a yep. day yeah. we lose yeah. to suicide. So I want to do more in that realm. And then St. Jude's, I can't watch those commercials with all the, the poor kids having cancer, so I'm a big softy. But, yeah. So that's one of the things I want to do is give more to those causes and volunteer more for those yeah. causes. That's one of the things I love about Nashville and, frankly, love about this station is their support for, you know, Charlie Daniels, uh, what is it, the Journey Home Project, and, you know, Gary Sinise has moved his operation right, right. here. Yeah, um, he had act- We've actually heard him speak at a yeah, couple of our yeah. events. Um, just a quality guy. Yeah. Um, a lot of the country singers really support that. So, Lieutenant yeah, Dan. That's a great, yeah, Lieutenant Dan. There you go. So, you know, retirement means more than money. And you don't want to just do all of these things by yourself. Relationships are the key to retirement. There was a Harvard study of adult development, and the best predictor of longevity, health, and happiness in later life is the quality of your relationships. And so they, uh, I actually downloaded some of that study uh, that was referenced in this article, and they've you know surveyed you know a couple thousand people, and it's what's called a longitudinal study. They just have kept in touch with these people over you know decades, and that is their biggest common denominator of people that have a retirement that they enjoy is they've cultivated relationships. And so, uh, you know, this one you'll just have to think about if you're driving, but if you're sitting around uh, or listening at your uh, computer working on Saturday, uh, they had a, they had an, excuse me, an exercise that uh, they went through in the study. And they said, well, write down, write down someone that you would like to spend more time with. And they said, it doesn't even have to be this close relationship. It's not necessarily a parent, not necessarily a spouse, you know, but it could be. But just write down someone that you haven't been with recently that, you know, they pop into your mind, you'd like to spend more time with them. And, you know, they said, just, you know, write that down. And then they kind of went through some more of this exercise. And uh, he was saying that even relationships that you've had for a long time, and I think of uh, a couple of friends of mine that I went to high school with, they were both in my wedding, and we talk maybe maybe an hour every couple of years, mm-hmm. but we still, you know, we are contact, we do stay in contact on social media, but that's, you know, that's not a relationship. No. You know, and so if that person comes to mind like, okay, I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to spend more time with Dave and Chris okay, well, what's keeping me from picking up the phone when I get home from doing this and calling Dave or Chris and saying, you know, hey, how's it going? You want to come to Nashville sometime? Can I come down to Texas sometime? And so the point was start creating these relationships with people that you want to spend time with for the next, you know, statistics, you're going to be retired for 20 years. You can only watch so much Fox News or CNN or golf, or Chick-fil-A, right? Right. And, you know, grandkids are probably the exception. My wife could watch the grandkids for 20 years straight, and she'd be happy. You know, but start cultivating them now and have several because you don't know what's going to happen in their life. The uh, Who who would – I'm just curious who would come to mind. I know you coached a bunch well, of kids and all well, that. And, and I'm starting now as I'm playing golf with some of my kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, and while I can, because when you talk about wedding, okay, so yeah. at my wedding, my brother and two other brother, best friends, the the Fantastic Four, all three of them are gone. 
Well, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So kind of what you just said, you don't know, because we're never a promise tomorrow. Uh, my best friend from when I got in the business 25 years ago, gone. All 60-year-old people, okay? Right. So, right. So do it while you can do it, you know, and put some thought into it, because you just never know. Yeah. And have a, have a few. There was an example, uh, this couple, they had saved, did well for, you know, they had done relatively well for themselves. They'd invested and so forth, retired. And about a year and a half after they retired, their child and his spouse and grandkids moved to New Zealand. Oh, wow. And they didn't live in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> they lived here in the States. And so, you know, their finances were kind of built on, you know, here's our plan. Well, we'll go to the Grand Canyon or we'll go to Gatlinburg or Montana, you know, whatever. Well, now they got to throw in a trip or two to New Zealand to see the grandkids. So you don't want to pin your hopes on one person, even, you know doesn't mean they're going to let you down or, you know, they just, they may move, you know, you just never know. Uh, so number one, have a plan for what you're going to do, find some people that you're going to do it with, and then do focus on the finances. Cause bottom line is retirement is longer than most of us think. Um, now this, there are some st- several uh, sad statistics, not quite as bad as the military uh, suicide rate for sure. But there's a big number of people that were so tied into their work, and this is, this is actually starting to cross gender lines. You know, it used to be it was men would pass away within one or two years of retirement because they just felt worthless, right? right? Purpose. Well, now there's so many women in the workforce with careers, and they've had, you know, they've poured their heart and soul into a business and so forth. Um, they're starting to have some... Uh, some increased statistics of not lasting long past retirement. But a 65-year-old male today is still going to live to age 84, statistically, right? and a female to age 87. So, you know, that's 20 years that you have to plan on. Uh, and we'll in the next segment, we'll talk a little bit about uh, Social Security as, as a part of that, uh, you know, we just done a couple of workshops on that. We had some good questions, thought we'd address one of those on the, on the show. Um, but, you know, you have these big decisions that are coming up, and you want to make sure that your money lasts throughout retirement. One of the biggest things that we see people do uh, that torpedoes their retirement is act emotionally. You know, what did we have the first quarter of COVID? Things were down 30%, and you know, fortunately, not our clients, but a lot of people pull money out, you know, went to cash, you know, 2008, same thing, 2000, same thing. And those are hard to recover from if you bail while things are down. Uh, You know, you save for 30 years and you cost yourself 20 years of retirement just by making one mistake. Um, You know, so we want to avoid that if we can. So we'll talk a little bit about doing some of that planning, but you want to, you want to plan for being around 20, 25 years uh, we still run plans for people out to age 95. Right. You know, I, I suppose I should do 105 so they don't call me a pessimist. But, you know, I still I still <laughs> I make say, sure people some have hope. money at 95. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give me some hope. And they don't know. I mean, that's the right. great, one of the greatest things when we do the plan yeah. for people. Because, like I said, number one fear is run, I'm running run, 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 I don't have enough money. Right. I, so I live a life of scarcity, you know. Uh, and so when we show people that, and I say nine out of ten, or in a lot better shape than they think they are. You know, yes. and, and they go, wow, yes. really? I mean, every week, I come in, oh, oh, wow, I'm never going to be able to retire. Well, here's where you're at. Based on what you told me, 
you're going to leave your kids X amount of dollars unless you go spend it. And they went, yep. wow. So that's yeah. one of the great satisfactions of what we do and helping people understand that they're going to be okay. Yeah, it's, that's, to me, that's another value of coaching. Uh, our client that we've, I've worked with for, I bet, 15 years now, and uh, they came in because, you know, we're human. Our clients are human. We just teach them well, but they're still human. And came in and, you know, hey, things have been kind of rough and blah, blah, blah. We had these expenses. Are we still okay? You know, click. I'd, I'd smash this keyboard, but I don't know if you could hear it on the microphone, and I don't <laughs> want to shut something down here accidentally. But, you know, it's like, yeah, you're still okay. <laughs> and I love seeing two happy people walk out of my office and, you know, they'll come in next time they're worried or want to buy a camper or something. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I love the relationship. And uh, you want to make sure that you're prepared with a plan. You got some people to spend that with. And you are ready to live as long as you possibly can. We're going to take another break. This is Evan Barnard and Dan Hill on the Investor Coaching Show. Hey, guys, if you want specific advice for your unique situation, schedule a free 15-minute phone chat with one of our trusted advisors by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. We don't sell any products, and our advisors don't make any commissions, so this isn't a sales call. We have a coaching process that helps you understand investing and relax about money. Don't put blind trust in anyone with your financial assets. We want to partner with you in the process so you know what you're doing and why. We manage assets on a fee-only basis, which means that when you do well, we do well, which aligns our interests with yours from the start. We also bring you into the financial planning process that gives you a clear plan so you can find the freedom to pursue your purpose. All our advisors are degreed planners too, with years of experience. So schedule a free 15-minute phone call with an advisor by going to paulwinkler.com forward slash call. And welcome back to the Investor Coaching Show. I'm Evan Barnard. Dan Hill is here in the studio with me. It's actually been kind of fun to be in the studio here with you instead of up at the, the Northern Command Post. This, is, this has been enjoyable. And, uh, you know, we were touching a little bit earlier on planning for retirement. And we just have a few minutes, but we uh, had a couple of workshops recently on Social Security and had some questions on, you know, can I keep working and still collect my Social Security? You know, hey, I asked a question and, you know, the office said I can't or I shouldn't. The, uh, go ahead and clear up that a little bit for us in a few minutes. Yeah. So um, the annual earnings test, if you're below your full retirement age, which depends on what you were, you were born, determines your full retirement age. Uh, and it's not a very large number because it's never really caught up with the cost of living. So it's only 20, a little over north of $21,000 a year. And then you divide it by 12. It gives you a monthly amount. And if you're below your full retirement age and you earn more than that money and you're collecting benefits earned income, you're penalized. Every $2 you go over that, you're, you owe Social Security a dollar back. Okay. But you have to satisfy, you have to be below full retirement age, taking Social Security benefits and having earned income. So Evan just handed me the article to verify that because we had class, as Evan said, on Thursday, and we had a, a student in class that said, but I called them twice and they told me I couldn't do that. I said, so to exaggerate, I said, no, you could earn a million dollars, okay, up until whatever point you decide. Let's say July 7th. Yes. And now I say, I'm done. In fact, we had somebody that, yeah. we, that quit <laughs> last week. She said, I just retired last week. So that she could have earned up to a million or two or whatever up until she retired, and then she turned on her benefits. 
what she was asking us. So we were going to say, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and turn on your benefits now because you're not, you don't have any earned income. So the earnings test doesn't matter and you can collect your benefit. Uh, in the year that you're, um, full retirement year, you can earn a little bit more money closer to about 4,000, a little north of $4,000 a month. But the annual earnings test is only if you're below full retirement age and you're collecting benefits. Okay. Um, so and this they, is why and we they, teach these classes. Yeah. So. And they kind of split it. The annual earnings test is kind of like tier one. Yeah. But if you fail the annual earnings test, you know, kind of theoretically, yeah. don't think you're out of luck because then you apply the monthly right. earnings test. Right. And, if, you know, it's Dan was emphasizing for benefit. If you're not collecting benefits, that monthly test doesn't apply until you actually quit work. Yeah. And the other thing is we, we have on our, one of them, don't let it discourage you from working. Just be aware of it. Cause we had a client who turned hers on and was about $2,500 a month in the year of her full retirement. So she still, still was going to get the, avoid uh, the, uh, violate the earnings restriction, but he said, it's okay. Just keep two grand. You can use that for your living expenses, but put $500 aside because they're going to ask for it back. Now, it goes back into your bucket, we like to say, and then it's adjusted when you hit full retirement age. So just come in and we'll help you figure all that out. Cool. Thanks. The uh, And, you know, always remember, you can give away your IRA, but you can't give away <laughs> your Social Security. So don't put it off too long. Hey, this is Paul Winkler. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of the Investor Coaching Show. You want to learn more about what we do, go to our website, paulwinkler.com. You can watch some of the videos there, and if you're not already a client, you can set up a free initial consultation. Until next time, I'm Paul Winkler, reminding you that I believe that more educated investors are more confident investors, and confident investors are more successful investors. Have a great one. Advisory services offered through Paul Winkler, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. The opinions voiced and information provided in this material are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine what investments are appropriate for you, please consult with a financial advisor. Paul Winkler, Inc. does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your tax or legal advisor regarding your particular situation.